0: welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hello crew and welcome to episode 112 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Today I am joined by Noah Sands. I have interviewed a lot of motorsport competitors, athletes over the last couple of years, but I have to say, speaking to Noah, he's one very, very determined driver. You will even hear throughout this episode how he quickly puts me back into my seat when I said, well, is there a plan B? It's great to hear his aspirations and his career to date from being a runner up in the National Formula Ford Championships, winning multiple karting championships and currently leading in the F3s here in Australia. I can't wait to follow his journey and I hope you do as well. So I really do hope you enjoy this call and that you find some inspiration to keep on going. If you haven't already, guys, we've got a brand new website, so love for you to race over and check out motivatetraining.com.au. We've got a brand new sponsorship course coming up soon called Winning Sponsors. Um, it's eight-week modules that's going eight weeks with modules, and that's going to cover things like networking, how to find sponsors, gathering contact details, sales, marketing, networking, social media, public relations, branding is pretty much all to hope you win sponsors and keep you racing and into the sport that we all love and enjoy. Without any further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Hi, Noah, and welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: I'm very excited to share your story. Um, as I start all of the interviews, how did you get started in motorsports?
1: Um, pretty much like everyone else, just um, watched the Vets on TV when I was little and then Eventually got a go-kart for Christmas one year and then, um, yeah, here we are.
0: Fantastic. And what age was that?
1: Um, six. I got a go-kart when I was six and did that um, at home on a dirt oval track and then obviously you can't start racing until seven. So then I started racing when I was seven and, Yeah.
0: And do you live like near the dirt oval track? Like that's for me. Like I love a speedway, um, but I've never been around much of dirt karting. But it's pretty big, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no. We just sort of had one on our farm at home. We just sort of made one with our tractor in one of the paddocks and um, just marked out the corners with some cones. And then yeah, that was that was how um, most weekends were spent. So yeah,
0: that's even better. I love that. <laughs> And do you have like brothers and sisters and stuff that you did that with?
1: No, it was just me. So um, it was just me and dad at the time. So, yeah, we just did that for a bit of fun. And um, at that stage, you think you're um, you think you're actually in a very supercar, but you're very far from it at that stage. So, yeah.
0: And did your dad have an interest in motorsports as well?
1: Um, yeah, he so he had an interest in the Vett Supercars or Touring Cars when it was sort of Brock, Johnson, those guys. And then, um, but he never could really sort of get into it. So then when I had an interest, we sort of both got into it. And then, um, yeah, we're on this journey.
0: Ah, fantastic. And tell us a little bit about the journey. Uh, You said you've been racing since about seven. um, And yeah, you've been through karting, the fours, former Ford. (laughs) Tell us about it.
1: So yeah, I did karting for six or seven years, and we did that initially. Just started off at like your club level stuff, and then we went to um, what they call like a southern zone level, which is like Southern Star Series. And then we started off going to state level racing, and we did all right there. Then we eventually went to nationals. Did that for a few years, and then once I won in nationals in juniors, I was about four, would have been fifteen. Then we decided to start testing Formula Ford and we we're just testing at that stage because a lot of people drive them and don't like them but yeah. fortunately I drove it and um, fortunately I drove one and um, I was quick, pr- pretty quick off the bat so then we decided to um, move to Formula Ford, we went with CHE Racing which obviously were a dominant force last year with Tom and myself coming first and second in the series and the year before that with Lachlan and as well so had some good results in Formula Ford and then Progressed to Formula 3 this year.
0: Fantastic. And so how old are you now?
1: I'm 17 or oh, turning 18 this year.
0: Awesome. And how do you find the difference between the Formula 4 and the Formula 4? Three.
1: A lot of people um, struggle to wrap their heads around them. Like, um, guys, I know like Josh Barkin and that, he's told me that it can take time to wrap your head around it. But... Um, we did a lot of work with the team in pre-season to make sure I was ready so we weren't sort of behind before round, round one because they are um, another step up physically, like especially on your neck and like the G-forces and that. Yeah. So um, as long as you're prepared, like the jump isn't that much big, like it isn't that big. And um, also like with simulate, doing simulator work and stuff is um, helps to bridge that gap sort of thing. So yeah, the jump isn't that big because driving style from a Formula Ford to a Formula 3 isn't that much different um, obviously they're both open wheel and um, both sort of a semi-slick, slick tyre or Formula Ford semi-slick tyre and the Formula 3 is a slick tyre so the driving style is pretty um, similar and obviously I was coached very well last year both by um, Cameron Hill who's driven a lot of open wheel cars and um, in the Super 2 this year obviously he knows what he's doing so he's helped to bridge that gap and also guys like John Collins that are helping me this year, who are previous former three champions. It's helped to sort of fast track me to, you know, what would have been a top five guy to a really a top two guy. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: And you're currently winning the championship.
1: Yeah. Currently leading the championship by uh, three or four points, I think after round one. Um, but no, it's very, this year's championship's very close. And um Round one was at Sydney, which was good. That was a good way to start the year, Formula 3. We had a few cars, um, but we're looking to – the series is still building, obviously, the FIA F3. And F2 has been very popular with guys like Piastri and Callum Williams. So there's a lot of kids coming through now into Australian F3 and then looking to go overseas. So, yeah, the category's building, which is good. And, um, yeah, I think we'll have 20 or 25-odd cars at Tail and Bend, so that'll be good.
0: Fantastic. Um, So you mentioned, Noah, um, you did a lot of work fitness-wise off-season. Of course, you know, I love that kind of thing. So can you tell me a little bit about what that actually involved?
1: Um, Well, for me, it was um, pretty much just a bulk up from Formula Forward because I was quite thin in Formula Forward because, um, yeah, I was just thin. So coming into Formula 3, we knew that the things were going to be hard to hold on to. So um, just put on a lot of put on a lot of muscle mass and um, made sure I had the upper body strength to be able to hold on to them because obviously no power steering and um, the the G-forces through the corners are quite high. So we just worked on um, upper body strength, neck strength and I already had the cardio base done because I did a lot of uh, running and swimming um, in the past. So I had that base to work from and then it was just sort of bringing my um, strength capabilities up from where they were. So yeah.
0: Awesome. And I, have you tailored off now, now that you've actually gone back to racing or what's your fitness program looking like now?
1: Yeah, so in the beginning it was like um, we are smashing it out quite heavily each day for about six or seven weeks. And then um, sort of before, we sort of do our prep still before each round, but it's not as, um, I guess the intensity is not as high because, we don't want to get injured during the season, so we sort of just bring it back to eighty five percent, eighty percent to still obviously keep the keep the size on and keep the um keep the cardio up. But um yeah, pre season is the time to do it, as you would know. Um because obviously if you get hurt then you've got time to recover. But yeah, we still we still train during the year I know a lot of other drivers don't, which is surprising. Um and obviously it, it shows in the longer races when people start to fall off and um, you don't necessarily have to be the fastest driver, but if you're the fittest driver, it pays dividends. So um, that's been very crucial for me this year. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Now you mentioned um, you had a big influence from Cam and from John. Is there anyone else who's been been a big influence in your motorsport career? Uh,
1: obviously, Actually, yeah. um, obviously Dad initially and then... Um, once I got to a former Ford, it was pretty much all Cam and, and um, Tom, even Lachlan Manif initially. Um, but, yeah, Cameron's been the biggest influence so far. And then now John Collins and uh, Chris Gilmore as well because he's um, doing a few test days and a few races this year. So And he's obviously won the championship as well. So when he comes out, he's really good to lean on um, with all his experience. Like he's been driving f three. Nearly the length of I've been alive, so um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to yeah, it's good to lean off those guys, and um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to following um, Cam this year as most as everyone else is. He's a really good guy, and um, I hope he goes well in the Super Two because he's not only a good coach, but through those two years we uh, bonded to a good friendship as well because we're not like he's not that much older than me, so um, guys like that, yeah been really good
0: yeah he's a beautiful man cam <laughs> and so what's your long-term um, goal with racing is it to go overseas like oscar and so forth or is it and um, to stay here in australia and do supercars or just wherever it goes
1: um i'd like to ideally follow scott mogulachlan so I do supercars here put my name on the map and then do indycar or something like that because i do like the open wheeler idea it's um yeah. once anyone drives a formula three open is a Pretty cool. So I'd still like to do. My dream has always been supercar. So I'd like to tick that, um, tick that off the list and win a few championships like McLaughlin did. And yeah, pretty much just follow Scott McLaughlin's footsteps. I think he's done really well with how he's done it each year, going from a few years at Dunlop Series and then when he went into the main game, he was fast straight away. So the way he prepared himself was really, really good. Um, step to it's really like it's uh, he did it the correct way and. Yeah, it'd be good to follow in those steps. I know I've, I've spoke to him a few times about it and he's, yeah, he's been successful in IndyCar so far and he said that's come from driving a, a V8 supercar because they're pretty hard to drive with the skinny tyres and the uh, with the high high amount of horsepower they've got. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. That's very exciting. Um, and so if you've got it kind of all mapped out, I mean, you've got some wonderful sponsors on hand that are supporting you and that they're, they're going to be part of that journey, hopefully going to Indy or Supercars at least.
1: Yeah, so I'd like to do um, Super 3 next year and then two years of Super 2 and then hopefully make it into the main game and then um, do my time there and then hopefully go on to IndyCar or if not stay in Australia, I'd be happy to do that still and cement myself as a Jamie Wincup or a Craig Lowndes. and then yeah so um yeah looking forward to see where it could end up
0: yes me too that's very exciting um as so when it comes to um the off-track side of development um is this what you're doing now full-time have you left school or are you studying or is motorsports all in focus or what's your yeah, day
1: we're done? all in we're we're all in focus this year to um obviously the goal is to win the championship so um when I'm not back home, I'm working with Gilmore Racing, so we're just preparing the car because well, we're only a one-car team, so it's really good too. It's probably a good thing, but it can be a bad thing. It's a good thing because all the focus is on me. It's on one car, and we can do the job. So we, I'll help prep the car during the week. There's not many guys that work on the car. It's a pretty small team compared to others. Um, but being around the car most days of the weeks, obviously always going to help. So... Um, and it's it's helped with, I know what the car is going to do if the guys change something. I know we've learnt set up quite quickly and um, learning, like if I have to f- help in and fix it, I can. so But other than that, we also do stuff like other work, normal work we do. There's another business within Gilmore Racing um, and we do roll cages for XLs. We do, they do general servicing and fabrication and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's really good
0: keeping busy. And what about the off-track development side of things? So like with your sponsors and stuff, is that something that, that you're getting yourself and you're working on proposals and having meetings with sponsors? Or is, is mum or dad or someone else still helping you with the sponsorship side of things?
1: Um, yeah, a little bit, but uh, mostly um, Lachlan Mansell helps a lot with press releases and writing stuff like that um, and getting the stuff out. Obviously, he helped, well, he's helped Cameron Hill a lot with being able to um progress him through the port and get his sponsors so um yeah help from um uh, lachlan mansell and then sometimes you know someone will contact me and i'll give them a brief rundown and then forward them on to lachlan and then we might have a phone conversation the three of us um or an email or a conference like this and then um yeah but there's obviously um when you're getting results it, it gets a lot of people interested and I think that's one thing to take. Well, that's the thing what I've learned is with sponsors is if you're not really getting results and not interested, you can't really go to them with nothing. You have gotta go to them with something. So yeah, since since last year informal forward when I started getting results, the um, the interest has gone on the right trajectory. So yeah, as long as we keep building that for the next few years, we should be good.
0: Now I need to ask: Have you been? Has anyone contacted you trying to get in contact with Lockie for a date?
1: <laughs> um, not that I know of. He he um he sort of does. Yeah, I'm not sure. Actually, I, last time I saw him was at Sydney Motorsport Park, and he had a few dates with him, you could say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's he's gone. His popularity's gone through the roof since that. So yeah, that's also probably been a blessing in disguise because. Mm. His profiles his profiles um boosted quite a lot as well, which has helped
0: yeah without a doubt, it's all about that networking and who you know and why not
1: exactly mm. yeah
0: <laughs> and what about the social media side of things? Is that something that you enjoy doing, or again, do you have somebody else assisting you with that and,
1: yeah and- so um oh. it's I still do it, but with help from Lachlan Mansell, so if I have to post something. That has a few words in it, like for example, if I have a tough weekend, I'll ask him how to word it correctly without saying, "Oh, you know, the car was terrible," or you know, stuff like that, without trying to offend. Yeah. Yeah, without trying to offend anyone. So if I have a tough weekend, he'll help with that. But and also, if I have a good weekend, I'll um, ask him how to do it as well, not to hype it up too much. Yeah. um, But to also, you know, um, sort of. Um, let everyone know the results, but obviously not hype it up too much because we've still got a full year ahead of racing. So, yeah, I I do a bit of it, but also with help from Lockie as well. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. And do you have any um, special race rituals when it comes to race weekend? Like do you put on, do you have a funny pair of socks or or a, um, a lucky pair of undies or you put your gloves on in a certain order or anything like that?
1: I have, well, I get in the car from the left-hand side. It might be hard from when I go to a Tim Top, but ever since Formal Ford, I've gotten in the car from the left-hand, yeah, left-hand side. Um, nothing else in terms of, no, nothing else other than that. Oh, and the only thing was, um, well, I'm going to start doing it now from because we did it at Sydney's so man me and John, um, well, John helped a lot. We did a warm-up so we go out well I haven't done it ever before in my career and still now so I've gotten a little bit serious but a warm-up and it helps get me focused and that and I would say that would that's probably another good ritual to have
0: mm-hmm yeah fantastic and when it comes to learning these new tracks, how do you go about learning them? You mentioned before about doing some sim, but not obviously all tracks are on sims. So um, it, is it just you like doing a track walk? Um, are you YouTubing the track? There's drones, Or or how, how do you go about learning that track?
1: Well, um, for I uh, usually, because the team has a good bank of footage from previous years, from guys like Cameron Shields and Callum Williams, who I know overseas. So I'll usually spend, A good 40 hours before before the event just looking at footage and data because that's in my opinion that's more beneficial than this simulator because the simulators are beneficial but they're not fully realistic yeah so if you look if you're looking at footage then you can if you have a big enough screen then you can see if there's patches on the track or if there's markers that you're looking for because in the sim it's just um just programmed to be flat, fresh, everything's correct. So I like to do footage. I haven't. I do have a sim, but I'm not big on the sim. Mm-hmm. It's only if I'm feeling like if I'm feeling a bit bored or I'll, I'll jump on it or if I haven't driven for a while, I'll jump on it, but I'm not big on the sim. So yeah, just pretty much footage and data. Um, if not, I'll um, FaceTime or Zoom John or Cameron and we'll have the... They'll have a laptop up, they'll share their screen with the footage and we'll go through it. And, um, yeah, in terms of track walks, we don't really tend to do track walks because we sort of just turn up on the – well, we, I've never done a track walk in cars mm-hmm. in my – oh, I've done – I used to do track walks when I was in carding, but ever since I got to cars, it was sort of like, oh, I've got Friday practice. I'll, if there's anything crucial, I'll just use the first session to do that and that's another thing. Cameron Hill taught me it was just use the first session to go and find out all those little things and that's what practice is for really so there's no really need to waste your energy on things you don't need to like a track walk and that's another thing I've learned is saving energy so we um, yeah we just tried we just tried to do as little as possible when it comes to um, that but yeah big on the big on the footage and the data.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, Noah, you seem very committed and very focused on achieving your goals. One of the the most I've heard of all these interviews that I've done. So, congratulations, um, and I'm really excited about your upcoming future. Uh, however, do you have a plan B in case something does happen, or you know your goals don't? um aren't achieve i think they're going to be without a doubt but just in case like are you doing any other study or are you thinking like i'm in a few years to to do like is it data engineering that you've got an interest in or, or is it just driving that's it
1: right now no that's it that's plan <laughs> plan b's are for people that aren't fully committed and, in, mm-hmm. and that's in my opinion not to sound arrogant or too rude right. but I love it. um yeah if, you, if you've got a plan b then you're you're not focusing on the main goal so um yeah, I mean if if it does happen that I don't possibly get there, I'll just turn into maybe having my own team, form a ford and nurturing young drivers like that because I have a lot of I'm I'm young, but I have a lot of knowledge to to give in yeah. my years of 10 years of racing or whatever it is. So um yeah, like that's pretty much all in at the moment, but if something fails, um then I'll work something out. It's I'm not too stressed, I'm pretty
0: pretty um at hand. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Do you have a vision board?
1: Um, no, Mentally. I just. Mentally. <laughs> no, I just sort of go out there and do my thing like Jamie Winkup, um, do my prep during the week, rock up to the races, have a bit of fun and hopefully come away with some trophies.
0: Fantastic. Oh, no, I love it. Thank you very much for being on a guest today. Is there anything else you want to um, end our conversation with?
1: No, um, just like to thank all my supporters. Um, Case K Lubricants, um, GFX Traders, Main Glass, Window and Door Repairs, and Australian Formula 3. They're really running a good category this year. I'm really happy with how they run it. And AMRS as well for the TV coverage. It's been really great at round one. And, yeah, looking forward to round two.
0: And where's that at?
1: Uh, tail and Bend.
0: Yep. When? Uh,
1: March twenty. Twentieth to twenty second oh no, what what are you, January, February, March? April. April. April twenty second. Yes, in a month's time. April twenty second. Twentieth to twenty second.
0: Yeah, and if people want to follow your journey, which I highly recommend, um, where's the best place to follow it?
1: Um, for well, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook's just Noah Sands sixty five Motorsport. Um spaces in between Noah Sands and then Instagram's Noah Sands underscore sixty five Motorsport, one word, so yeah, and then on Facebook, obviously, Gilmore Racing Formula 3 and AMRS and Australian Formula 3. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. I'll put all of those links in today's show notes. Make sure you go ahead and follow Noah. And our final question, uh, pineapple on pizzas, yes or no? I
1: would have to say yes. It's awesome. I'd have to say yes. It's good in summer when it's, like, hot and you're dehydrated and you get the pineapple. It's good.
0: I think so too. <laughs> Again, Noah, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate hearing your story. It was fantastic. I can't wait to see what happens in the next five to ten years. Uh, Again, Erin, get ahead and follow Noah. Thanks, Noah. Thanks for having me.